Hey, it's Steve. Thanks for checking out the free version of our podcast. Just a quick reminder, Dog, Brendan, and I do a, at least a one-hour show, usually an hour and a half every single day, and put it up for your enjoyment. If you become a subscriber, that is, go to doll.com and sign up today. It's super easy. You could do it right on your phone, doll.com. Now enjoy this free episode of the Steve Dahl Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, man. Hey. How's it happening? Good. Yeah. Doc, how was that good. gig last night? Oh, my God. I got to tell you, <laughs> I sound surprisingly clear-headed and smooth-voiced after such a double-bill attack yeah. on Arlington Heights Amazing. and the vast and uh, versatile catalog of uh, Pete Townsend. The bounce back. The bounce back. You know, Brendan, when you're a, when you're a lifer such as myself. Uh-huh. You know, you look, to, you look to the next thing, you mow them down, boom, you uh-huh. blow their minds. You kiss their ladies, and then you get out of town. You got to. <laughs> got to. Back on the tour bus. Yep. yep. Off you go. Off you go. And uh, I know, Brendan, uh, I know you did a walkthrough last night. That was Unbelievably both shows. gracious uh-huh. of you, Both Brendan. shows. That's right. The right. people's response. <laughs> I'll be signing uh, copies of the book back in the, in the, in the I'm going to open up the hatch on the Subaru. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Kia, excuse Kia. me. The Kia. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does it have a hatch? Uh, Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah I got a little, uh, little miffed. I felt like you milked it a little bit long. Yeah, he slow walked it, didn't he? <laughs> he slow walked it. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, get after. How about a big hand? It's a little kind of dismissive. Yeah, big right hand for these guys. They're really trying. <laughs> right in the middle of the song, too. That was, the, I think, maybe the part that pissed no me off. No one the most. knows what it's like. All right, blue all right. eyes. Uh, Anyone hear me talking about this? You know who else has blue eyes? Griff. Play some 90s music. <laughs> get, the girls, get the girls going, man. Right. Come on. All right. Yep. Well, uh, we're recording this show. Uh, this is Thursday. Because tomorrow is our, uh, our, it's not our getaway day. Uh, it's our, because we're old, we need a day where we don't do anything but try to remember the things that we need to do before we leave. Day. Mm. Yeah. I, I think it's okay to say the real reason uh, Downton Abbey movie opens tomorrow and Steve mm-hmm. likes to dress up like Dame <laughs> Maggie, Maggie Smith uh-huh. for us to go to the theater. Yep. Right. You would try to do a little We'll be uh, getting line at midnight, even uh-huh. though there's no line ever. <laughs> it's just us. Uh-huh. Janet likes to dress like uh, like the uh, the butler, whatever. I forget his name. I can't remember anybody's. Uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of the What's the name of the uh, butler in Downton Abbey? Don't ask you. Branson? Something Branson. Like, something like that. I think that's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air you're thinking. <laughs> Carson? Carson. Mr. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Carson. Mr. Carson. Is Mr. This Carson. True? That's my impression of Lord Granflum. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> You're Gran- Lord Grantham? Grantham. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. So Carson, you- is this true? <laughs> I'm are you jazzed? So, or, I'm afraid so, Lord. Yes, uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, are you jazzed about the Downton Abbey movie? Or? When it gets on my TV, sure. Okay. I don't go to movie theaters, bruh. Right? Never again in your life? Uh, hopefully. Wow. I say, hopefully. Will they be... Uh, I hate them. Yeah. I hate the sticky floors. I hate the people that I don't know making noises and shit. And the people I know making noises. I hate it's all a, of it. It's Americana. I hate putting my my head on a, on a greasy, filthy chair back. You know? 
I hate it. I keep thinking I get, I'm getting head lice from the seats. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate movie theaters. Hey, Absolutely God. hate them. You don't want to be lost in the imaginary world of escape and I possibility do, in movies and stuff. I can do that at home. But do you? Yeah. No, I do. I can. I mean, I, I don't find that there's any difference between going to the movie theater and watching a movie at home. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know that's not cool or whatever. It's like I can't tell the difference between vinyl and digital. I just can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. So, Sorry. Sorry. Well, we'll go to a drive-in maybe this summer, the three of us. A drive-in? Yeah, that'd be fun. And dress in our pajamas so when we get home, we can go right to bed. Yeah. Did you ever do that when you were kids? Mm-hmm. Sure did. And we used to go to the Hastings drive-in in our pajamas in the daylight, and then we'd go play on the playground in our pajamas. Yeah. But every all the other kids had their pajamas on, too. So mm-hmm. we saw Guns of Navarone, things like that. Yeah. The Guns of... with. Uh, Gregory Peck, the guns of Navarone. And they had like a little uh, train, like a little uh, miniature choo-choo train on a track. There in the movie, uh, in the drive-in? In the drive-in. Yeah, like right in front of the screen. Yeah, yeah, where the playground is, there was like a a train that circled it, and you could could ride on it. Gosh. I I would imagine driven by some pedophile. Clearly, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Whatever. It, you know, nobody nobody laid a glove on me. No, no, I don't think so. No one uh, shoveled anything into your coal chute. No, no. And I mean, I you know, I was uh, I was left to wander. I mean, I, I I was free to just wander down to the snack bar, you know, because uh-huh. my 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 folks they they, were, they didn't want to go get us some more bonbons. Remember bonbons at the movie, the little ice cream ones. No, really. Well, hmm. Did you have bonbons at your movie theater, Janet? No. Huh. At the Montrose Theater, they had bonbons. They were like little chocolate-dipped vanilla. Uh, that's California, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's dandy ever, country out there. You ever had bonbon jovies? Little. Hi. That's not a bad idea, man. <laughs> I do remember I enjoyed. Hi, John. How are you? Great, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Wow. I'm good. Got your Friday spirit on? What yeah. are you going to do this weekend? Drive. Where are you rocking? I'm, uh, I'm rocking uh, I, uh, I-75. I All the way up to I-65. Bingo! Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll be driving. Mm-hmm. Driving in my car, smoking my cigar. Only time I'm happy is when I play my guitar. I can hear, I can relate to that, yeah, man. Yeah, right on. Oh, yeah. You sound in, uh, in good voice. I'm feeling great, man. Yeah. What's been going on with you at your live shows? Well, let me just, here's how it goes, man. Hmm. I got my guitar plugged in for you oh. right now. Nice. This is time for everyone to get together. We got to think about the planet today. Yeah. Oh. Now you're, you might you're, take some, kind of environmental thing happening yeah. now. This seems to be little, pretty popular. Maybe take a rest. I don't think you need the money. I can't, man. Uh, mm. Okay. Uh, you ever have enough, really? Well, no, I understand. Yeah. Uh, it's you're, easy you're, for someone else to say you don't yeah, need any more money. Exactly. Yeah. I got you it. You get it. You get your, it. Your, your bodyguard is uh, spilling the beans on you. My He's ex-bodyguard? Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got some... 
Yeah, interesting ways to describe you, interesting words. Where are you getting this from, man? Uh, <laughs> Who's this guy that's always busting me down? I, I feel like Brendan laid a trap for you there, bro. And he didn't even know I was going to bring up bonbons. You think? Right. Now, what are you guys talking before? No, the show? we didn't. No, we didn't. Bullshit! <laughs> no, man. I swear we didn't. I swear to God. I got to save my voice. Now you got me riled up. <laughs> All right, just settle down. Jesse, get over here. Michael Dan. Tell me, top me off, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> fat little fuck. Get over here, you fat little fuck. Man, oh you man. waddling little fucking spoiled little prince. Who's your real daddy? Me or you or him? Jesse. Oh. I don't see the resemblance, man. Yeah, no, I don't either. You're on the road a lot. Yeah, whatever. Uh, when the going gets tough, bodyguards to the stars. Um, let me try that again. When the going gets tough, bodyguard to the stars. That's all hyphenated. So that's. That's what threw you? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Michael, that's a, that's a lot of hi- hyphening. May the letters look different to you? I think bodyguard to the stars doesn't need to be hyphenated, but whatever. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They, that's what they, uh, at loudersound.com, where, you know, Brenda Greeley is a regular reader. Mm-hmm. Or, or either th- that or this came up on a Bon Jovi Google alert. Put, put on your noise cancel your headphones before you click on the website, loudersound.com. <laughs> Will do. Word to the wise. Will do. Although I don't think it cancels the sound you're trying to hear. Why'd you guys give me such a cold reception on my Save the Planet song? No, I think we're thinking. It's a thought piece. I think we're still thinking about it. Jesus Christ. We're still thinking about it. (laughs) Give you guys a fucking sneak preview and you blow right over it so you get to my bodyguard. Well, it says. Man, I'm going to think twice before I answer your phone. I've been waiting out in the green room for 45 minutes. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, This article is. it 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 seems to say that this is the guy you want to be your bodyguard. You want him on your side, but then he's like, I I don't think so because then he starts talking shit yeah, about people. Exactly, they're all they're all the same thing, man. Uh, Failures. Th- there should be like a rock star bodyguard privilege that shouldn't be violated. A credo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all that stuff. You know, a code. Yeah. A promise. When I first started working for John, he was still traveling on a tour bus. Because you're a cowboy, on a steel horse you ride. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I never made the connection. I guess you could call a tour bus a steel horse. Well, no, I'm pretty sure that's that was the imagery that you were putting forth. No, I, just, I was just looking for two syllables. Oh. Because I think by that time you were using jets, but you went ahead and you kind of, you know. Yeah, humbled down. it down a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to be too 1% for anybody. Right. Yeah. No, that's cool. Jesse, where's my fucking wine at? <laughs> uh, so uh, when I first started working, this is, the, this is uh, Michael Danny Francis, bodyguard to the stars. <laughs> Tattletail Hi- to the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I first started working he, with, uh, with John, for John, he was still traveling on a tour bus, but, but within six months he had his own jet. With his mm-hmm. name on it. Yeah, see? So yep. that was, that's the, really the jet was the steel horse, right? Yeah. But it's a steel bird, though, isn't it? Oh, nice. Yeah. On a steel bird I fly. That's, I don't you're know. Good. You're good. Yeah, but if you're a cowboy, <laughs> you can't be on a bird. That's more like uh Don't, don't pull out that thread, man. Let's just, I mean, just who, go with it. Who rode on a bird? Didn't Fred Flintstone ride on a bird? 
Didn't he have some big, like a pterodactyl rode on or something? Or uh, they might have my space trucking right now. Step away from the Hampton Water, man. It's too early. <laughs> I'm space trucking, man. Sorry. Uh, in Avatar, they ride sort of. A oh, bird. sure, Avatar. Worthless piece of shit movie. I saw. I went to the theater to see that because it was quote in 3D. Like, uh-huh. who gives a fuck? Wow, it's almost like they're real, but they're not. I know they're not. So what do I care? No thanks. Well, you love Sigourney Weaver. You got turned on by the chick, the blue chick, didn't you? That's mm-hmm. what made you feel uncomfortable. Zoe. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Popping I- a rod over a cartoon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> was it? Yeah. It was like a people. It, people were. Yeah. It was like a people cartoon. Yeah. It was really. It was. They all know. looked like the Picasso. Yeah. It was. I didn't. I. I think I. I had to go see it because I think I had to write a review for the Tribune. I think. I think that where that was going to be the topic of my article, so I had to uh-huh. go see it. I didn't like. I didn't like it. I didn't like being at the theater. Why'd they send you? Well, I had to. I had to have something to write about, so I I sent myself. Did you need the forty dollars that bad? <laughs> and it was three hundred dollars. Wasn't bad. I mean, you know. It's twelve hundred a month for you know, a couple hours with a work, and then you know Janet would correct all my mistakes and make it better, and I'd send it off, put my name on it, you know, like I do, guys. You know how I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you had your own jet uh, within six months. Yep. Bon Jovi were about to get dropped by the record company, so you had a jet before uh, Slippery went wet. As you like, kind of pre-jetted yourself. I was I was aiming for the stars. Yeah, <laughs> I had yeah, literally. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, Things were on an upward trajectory. You were about to get dropped by the record company, and then "Slippery When Wet" was released, and mm-hmm. that went to number one. Uh, I still uh, I still regret there was a time when Gary and I were on WLS. It was probably WLS FM. In the afternoons, and uh, it's like the rep from your record company. I I can't. I don't. When did Slippery When Wet come out? Eighty-seven, something like that. Okay, this was before that. So you were still in. A, you were still on a bus, and your bus was coming to Chicago, and you wanted to call the show, and then I think come on, and I, you know, I don't really like guests on the show. It's a host-driven show. Uh-huh. And I didn't really know who you were, but I sort of knew who you were. But I thought you were a harder, like more of a headbanger, you know, hair band we'll or something. Some hard rock, man. Yeah, but I, I thought you were more of a hair band. Okay. And so I didn't take the I didn't take the call. You thought we were like rat or poison or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, because you had that kind of hair. Some of that girly rock. Yeah, yeah, because you had the hair. Yeah. But yeah. but it, you know, it turns out a leopard know. print clothing and stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but the music was was you know substantially better it was deeper man yeah for sure um so i regret that that's one of the my few uh you know it's not a, a regret that keeps me up at night but i feel we probably would have had a better relationship than we you know than we have now yeah although this we one's would, okay we would have had you there and you know friends of Bon Jovi mm-hmm. early on media support man we would have given you exclusives instead t-shirts of had, yeah no I know instead I had to listen to you playing live at Tickets. Howard Stern's 60th birthday party mm-hmm. yeah I know so, you, you stood know. by me I know bad my bad 
My bad. Definitely your bad. I know. I know. You I, fucked up, man. I, I did. I did. No wonder you regret it, man. Yeah. I know. Tommy? <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so, yeah. Again, apologies. Accepted. Okay, so you were about to get dropped. This is according to your former bodyguard by the record company when Slippery, uh, when Wet was uh, released, and that went to number we one. We just call it Slippery. Slippery, or Wet. <laughs> I would call it Wet, but that's me. And uh, it went to number one, and then we were doing the Ipswich Odeon. The that's dance. A venue. It's a venue. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, it's corrected by the it's editor. It's an old-timey dance. This yeah. is it's corrected by the editor. The band played at the Gaumont in Ipswich on this tour. Okay. Because loudersound.com wants to keep it real. Mm-hmm. No one cares. Right? But then, you know, here's this bodyguard, like, you know, spilling. Uh, Erroneous beans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he doesn't even know where you were. How do we? How can we believe anything he says? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Slippery when wet became the best rock and roll tour of all time. Mm-hmm. The drugs, the women. Mm-hmm. It was all done in proportion. Proportion to, to what? <laughs> Whoever had the most did the most. <laughs> oh, but you were married and all, so I'm sure you did. Oh, high school sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. Hi, honey. She listens to everything I do. Hi, honey. I'll be home about five. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, me, your punishment is your kid first. doesn't look like you. Maybe there's something to it. Yeah. Uh, it was all done in proportion, whatever that means. We never missed a show. Uh, yeah, so as long as you don't run out, you can just keep going. Yep. Yeah. The, the, it's only bad when you run out of that, you know. We never missed a show. We never lost anyone along the way. Mm-hmm. And no one really knew what we were doing. You guys or the public? Huh. The public didn't so know that. So had I called you, would you would you brought some blow in? Because that would have been you know, a little bump mm-hmm. on a Wednesday afternoon, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, as long as I do it after the show starts, I'm fine. I just can't do it before. Don't know why, but uh, huh. probably a life-saving... Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Had I known the price of admission, I might have <laughs> offered something. All right. Might have been good for both of us. Yeah. 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 Coulda, woulda, shoulda, huh? Yeah, I know. Oh, well. Uh, there were more groupies on that tour than any tour in rock and roll history. Oh, kudos. Yep. It could be proven by science. <laughs> <laughs> About 75% of the audience at every show. Was getting laid. Like, there were 75% of the audience was groupies? Yep. Like, you could have... Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised your dick didn't fall off, like uh, blow up like it, it. That guy in Three Dog Night, his penis exploded from too yeah. much sex. Yeah. Yeah. Yours didn't? Things were a little wilder back in the Three Dog days. I think the, <laughs> I think the sexual diseases were. Oh, uh, no. His blew up from just earlier. overuse. Oh, yeah. Huh. I overuse. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, mine. Mine's still Good. happy, still working. All right. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Uh, I got a great penis, man. Yeah? <laughs> they ever made a plaster cast of it or anything oh, like no, that? Poor she just Cynthia. recently passed away, she I think. She just passed away. Cynthia Plaster Caster. Yeah. Uh, an odd subset of the rock culture. 
Uh, 75% of the audience uh, at every show were groupies, and we were doing, who's we, right? We were doing 25,000 a night. So that's a lot of groupies. Yeah. Um, Paper in the house, that's what you call that. Um, <laughs> well, whatever. No, I think you were that popular. I don't think you yeah. had, now you have to paper the house. Kind of, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and we were doing 25,000 a night. We're aged between 16 and 25. Mm-hmm. And they all came to the show with one thing in mind. They wanted to fuck John. Yep. <laughs> you could tell, man. Yeah. The way they screamed. Did none of them wanted to fuck Richie? I mean, I get not wanting to fuck Tito or any of that. I get that. But yeah. I mean, some of them wanted to fuck Richie, right? Probably some, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there were a couple. Yeah. All right. <laughs> John has survived because he's a prick. He's the hardest working prick in show business. He won't mind me saying that. Do you mind him saying mm, that? A, you got to get the context, I guess. And I maybe, would more mind the talking about the groupies. Yeah. Although, I'm sure that's all been reconciled, uh, you know. Well, what he's familial, saying, familiarly, he's saying familial. that all the girls wanted me. Now, whether or not I gave it to them, that's that's right. not for him to say. Right. But they wanted me. Right. They wanted to fuck you. He says. Yeah. Yeah. Make sweet love. Yeah. Do hand stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Make out. Well, your album was titled "Slippery When Wet," so yeah. you know, mm, suggestive. Very much. I don't think it was really about a road like the like the album cover that had That's a sign. That's how we got away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think it was about uh, you know vaginas, girls' vaginas. Are they supposed to get wet? <laughs> hey, nobody was more surprised than I was. <laughs> I had zero sex education. I was like, oh shit, she's wetting her pants. What the hell? What do I do now? John has survived because he's a prick. But he's the hardest working prick in show business. I, I, you know, put that on your business card, bro. Just take out, just take out the word working. You got hardest Wait. prick. <laughs> you working all the time though. Always got to steal horse, man. It never cools down. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can sort of see that you're a prick when you're just like horribly off. Everything is off, and you just keep going because you're not going to refund anybody's money, right? No, it's a uh, there. It, small print. Yeah, because those videos that people were sending in there, I mean, they were, some people were theorizing you were, you know, hammered, others were like, you know, you'd gone deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, some said I didn't do my vocal exercises. Mm -hmm. Some people thought I was getting old. Mm-hmm. Some well, you, people yeah. thought, yeah. You are getting old, I guess. Older? Yeah, well, who is it? Yeah. But this guy kind of spills the beans on everybody. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I would necessarily want him to be... Uh, Read on. What else does he have to say? That's all he has to say about you. Hardest working prick. Yeah. I got some uh, Axel Rose. Uh, got some Axel Rose. Brendan conveniently left that part out. <laughs> I did. You know, Axel's cool, man. <laughs> we came across Axel back in the 80s when Bon Jovi were at their biggest. Him and John never... Oh, I didn't... Uh, is this all about John Bon Jovi? No, it's a he covers everybody. Paul McCartney, Elvis, but, he but he's, uh, he's John's. All right, yeah, John's got a thread throughout it, I guess. I'll be on hand, yeah. Be close All right. by. We came across Axel. Where do we go? 
in the 80s when Bon Jovi were at their biggest, him and John never got on at all. Mm-mm. I did not care for that cat. And apparently, <laughs> apparently this, this bodyguard to the stars, all hyphenated, didn't go to English class like he should have. Him and John. Just, just saying. Um, they were always sparring uh, to be number one. Mm-hmm. I just thought Axel was a complete fake. Yeah, Brennan completely omitted this part when he sent me the text. I grew up with the English school. You're working school. for Axel, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I grew up with the English school of I'm music. I'm a hardworking prick, and then boom, story's over. Right before we get to this stuff. That's fake. <laughs> I grew up with the English school of music with singers like Robert Plant, Planty, and Roger Daltrey, real rock stars. This guy was a fake. He wrote some great stuff, but fuck me, that was never the right way to act. Yep. Keep him waiting for two hours. You build core, your reputation on the things you do on stage, and I'm afraid he fell well short. Mm-hmm. Where's he now? Where did he go? <laughs> Where did he go now? Where did he go? He's on stage with Carrie uh, Underpants. You heard his voice lately? It sounded pretty good, actually. I mean, I guess. I think they maybe uh-huh. they they knocked it down a, a step or something for him. Yeah. I but, the, you know, the Carrie's band can do that because they're all like Nashville musicians. So I saw the, the pre-sales happening for a Carrie Underwood tour. You going to yeah. go, maybe? What kind of room is she playing? A big one. Well, stadiums. Shit, man. Yeah, maybe in the summer barns. I don't know. You know, as we call them, sheds, I think we call them, right? What do we call them? Like sheds. World Music Theater, a shed, right? Or a shed we're aquarium? Trying, maybe the shed aquarium. I don't. I don't. We're trying know. to get get the cubby bear. <laughs> She's playing all state arena in October. Yeah, Janet won't allow me to go to a Carrie uh, underwear show, under Underwood show. By Janet, you mean the restraining order? <laughs> well, that also Carrie won't. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. The two, the two of them have conspired to keep me out of the, uh, the pit right in front of the, uh, you know, the stage where you stand up and cheer and try to look up her, her hot pants. <laughs> but they're always too tight. I can't see anything. You can look up Axel's kilt next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm afraid he fell well short, especially when you compare him to John, who was the best front man in the world at that Hello? point. Hello. Yeah. All right. All right. Some kudos there. We managed to keep them apart by the skin of our teeth. But then we were all ready to pound Axel anyway, so it would would have been no contest. Kid Seba- was in over his head, man. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they did kind of squander Axel their... Knows. They kind of squandered everything, right? Shit, man. Yeah. I put out 10 albums when... Yeah. Well, they're waiting Chinese for Chinese democracy. spaghetti. Yeah. 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 And then what happened to that thing? Boom. <laughs> Flop. <laughs> does, I did a country Ax- album. Does Axel have his own rosé? No, he doesn't. <laughs> but it's in his name. name. I know. Uh-huh. I know. It's a, it's a Axel missed rose. opportunity right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Axel rosé. Where do you go? <laughs> uh, Seb- Sebastian Bach. Oh yeah. Uh, he apparently is at a, was in a band called Skid Row. I've, yes. This was I think I thought th- this was who was calling me that that day from the tour bus. 
John Bon Jovi's calling from the tour bus. You want to talk to him? I was like, no, not really. Who are they? Well, they're up and coming. Nah, not really. In a, on a bus? I don't know. You got I don't a think so. For things, I think we're going to do a Kukula patrol or something maybe now. Yeah, you know, yeah. take some phone, unscreened phone calls. We don't really, we don't really have time for that, that right now. Skid Row supported Bon Jovi for eight months on their first tour, uh, on their first ever tour. So uh, would that be Bon Jovi's tour or Skid Row? Okay, all right. They were up and coming. They were getting bigger. It's like watered down Guns and Roses, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sebastian Bach. I mean, that's you know, that's kind of a. That's, I assume Not that's a fake name, name and yeah, yeah. To compare yourself to Bach, I mean, yeah, you know, kind of like bullshit. Uh, they were getting bigger and bigger, and intentions were high because you you don't like that. No, man. You don't no. like to feel the heat on no. your heels no. when you're number one. I imagine that you didn't let them use the full sound system or the full lighting rig. Well, you let them use four microphones. Yeah. <laughs> and only, only white lights? Only white lights. Yeah. yeah. All right. Right on. Uh, me and John were in the dressing room. Uh, I would say it's John and I were in the dressing room. But really getting after this guy's grandma. <laughs> I am a little bit because I think it's, this is a book or something, isn't it? Is this yeah, a book or just an interview? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a book. With a book with no editor. <laughs> I think I would have been suspicious if he spoke all proper like you. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I went to prep school. Uh, they stood toe-to-toe. Uh-huh. Uh, well, so John took offense to it. and there was, I was looking right at his neck. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for Sebastian when he came off stage. Probably more his nipples because I think they were like big shoes. They stood toe-to-toe, and John held his ground. Mm-hmm. And considering he was giving weight and height away, he didn't do so bad. So you had an actual fight? Read on. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious for, like, giant bodyguards to watch two guys. Have enough, yeah. Yeah. Two, like, like, dwarf, it's like dwarf wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> two, like, pulling each other's two hair. Two hairdos wrestling. <laughs> yeah, pull, two cans hair, of hairspray. Two, Two Hair lazy pulling. guys who never go to the gym. They're just pretty. And they're tight little born. That's, that's all they do. Like born yeah, pretty. Yeah. Born yeah. pretty. You want to do something about it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm number one. Uh-huh. Let them go. Let them go. Let's see what happens. Where's your song I smell about, better than you do. Where's your song about a blue collar couple? Right. Where Johnny works on the docks. That's my I, hairspray, man. I yeah. don't. Does, does uh, Skid Row have any uh, blue collar uh, wor- working couple? Eighteen songs? and life to 18 go. Eighteen and was life to go. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, sure. Coming right at you then. Coming right at you. Mm-hmm. We dragged him away, and that Let was it. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> Let me go. So I, I, I what do I pay you for? <laughs> like I a baseball fight. Like a yeah. baseball fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hold me back. No, seriously, hold me back. <laughs> Yeah. I'd appreciate it if you held me back. <laughs> yeah. It was exciting stuff and livened up the tour a little bit. <sighs> then he laughed. Huh. John went on to do the best show of his life that night. Sure, he had all that adrenaline flowing. Mm-hmm. After almost prove. kicking the shit out of Sebastian Bach. Except Standing that, toe-to-toe. Yeah. Even though you gave up weight and height. Not talent, my man. Nope. Nope. Not talent. Or, that, longe- or, or longevity. Almost- I almost got a size seven high-heeled boot up his ass. <laughs> oh, that's right. You wore pretty high shoes, too. Uh, John went on to do the best show of his life that night. The next night, we bushwhacked Skid Row on stage. 
Was that like trimming their pubic hair or what? what Blow them away. Oh. Held them down and gaff taped. He says oh. gaffa taped them to chairs. So we got our own back. <laughs> that seems like that's a crime. <laughs> Taking right? them down to a chair? Yeah. Yeah. That's like uh, at least unlawful restraint. It's like fun fraternity hazing. Yeah. It's just, okay. just goof off stuff. All right. Between friends. Okay. <laughs> Cher. On to the next chapter. Cher. Working with Cher was the best job I've ever had. Did you ever fight Cher? <laughs> no, she's too big. She'd kick your ass. I'm, fr- I'm afraid of her. Yeah, she'd kick your ass. And she's got, she's got she's, those big feathered headdresses on and stuff. She's for real, man. She doesn't take any shit from no, no one. <laughs> no, man. She had to put up a Sonny Bono. Yeah. You ever see a slap Nick Cage in Moonstruck? Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> she's just a special person and still is in and out of music. She's probably the nicest person and most genuine person I've ever met, and the most talented, too. When I first met her, it was in a famous restaurant in Chicago called Gene and Giorgetti's. Wow. I haven't been there in a while. I used to go there all... Man, we used to go there for lunch just like almost every day. Oh, we should go. We'll Mm -hmm. catch a movie. No. Maybe a concert after that. I was really taken advantage of back in the day because I had... This was back when you could have like a house account at places. And I had, uh, I had a, like, so you could just, like, if you worked for me, you could just go to Gene and Giorgetti and eat and put it on my tab. Nice. And I wouldn't even know because I didn't really pay my own bills. And same at Ho Cow, the Chinese restaurant that I still miss to this day that was on Lake Street right at Lake in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Best egg rolls I've ever had in my life. Oh, Ho Cow. I think that might be the reason I took the job in Chicago. They took me to Whole Cow for lunch one day when I came in. Like, you fucking kidding me? I'm moving here for the fucking egg rolls. Eddie Schwartz loves them too, they told me. Who's Eddie Schwartz? Of course, I found out. She was just starting to go out with Richie Sambora. They had a private room. I've been in that room. And they came down and Richie introduced me as Reggie Cray. Me and John used to book ourselves in the hotel as Reggie and Ronnie. Oh, you guys are clever. Man. <laughs> Was, and, we'd crack up when we did that, man. And Cher said, "It was I'm, funny as hell." Oh, my name's Ronnie. Ronnie Ron what? Jovi. <laughs> and Cher said, "I'm glad you're Reggie and not Ronnie." She'd done her homework and knew all about them. Mm-hmm. I ended up living with Cher on a beach in Malibu for three years, so we got very close. I would imagine, yes. Yeah. And we're still friends. Sharing a bathroom and stuff. And we're still friends today. Great lady. No, yeah. I'm. No, that's him. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you, you could have yeah. liked her too. Sure. Yeah. And that's all the. That's all that you're involved in, in this okay. article. So. So you you were in Gene and Giorgetti too. Uh huh. I could have run into you there. Maybe, oh, I, nice but I, did, place. I didn't. I didn't. You know, it's Italian. Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. 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 They did it pretty well, if I recall. Yeah. It's more of a steakhouse, but I mean, they had Italian, you know, stuff too, yeah. But oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. More of a steakhouse. Yeah, Gar- I think I had Italian dressing on a salad. The garbage salad? Did you have the garbage salad? Oh, that thing is so good. Shrimp in it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Then you get, uh, you get, get the, uh, the sirloin, sliced sirloin for the table. 
uh, some uh, ravioli, some uh, uh, raviole. Mm. I believe we got the, I think we had the, uh, we would get the, uh, the cheese ravioli with their, with their sauce on it. The, you know, the sauce that Buzz used to send Amy Kilman every week to Gina Giorgetti to get him a jar of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, a couple times when Amy couldn't do it. Oh, you, did you go? Was, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> did you put anything on my tab? Do I still have a tab there? <laughs> I, if you do, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go check it out. I had a tab there. I had a tab at Hokau. And remember the Cypress? Do you remember that? When you were a kid, it was on Ogden uh, at 294 there. Oh, it was like yeah, three restaurants so. in one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a piano bar. There was a fancy restaurant, and then there was like a, a pub, an Irish pub. Adakar Kirchner worked there. Baby Richard's dad, who wanted him back. It, anybody mm-hmm. remember any of that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah he worked there. He was a waiter there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that the guy that owned that was a nice guy, Irish fella. Um. I, I mean, like American, but very Irish. You mm-hmm. know, like I think it was the, I don't know how to say Shin, Shin, Shin Fein, Shin Fein burger. You know, stuff like that. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's like uh, you know Northern Ireland yeah. shit. Uh, yeah, they were, and had some. Uh, they were. Uh, they're making some inroads in the election there in in uh, Northern Ireland, Shin Fein. So. That's your update. All right, Back Irish politics you. with Brendan. Uh, it's a new podcast being launched. Coming, coming off as always, cook your potatoes. That's mm-hmm. we learned yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, that and that guy, I, I, I don't remember. I can't remember his name, but he he was killed. Uh, he was up in Wisconsin, like uh, sourcing wine. I think he was on a, like a winery trip or something. In, is, is it possible? Do they have wineries in Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he got he goes killed, and then the whole the place got sold, and then and now it's a, it was a now it's a, a um, what's that market with the Amazon? Foxtrot? No, Amazon. Whole Foods. Whole, whole Foods, yeah. It was like a whole a real oats or whole oats or whatever that was before liquid oats, <laughs> Holland oats. I don't remember but <clears throat> before that. Hmm. But I had an account there too. That was a dangerous yeah. one. Because yeah. I was right on my way home. Sure, sure. <laughs> I have another of one of those Brandy Alexanders <laughs> out of this soft serve ice cream machine, please. It's the ice cream drink, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But in the I 70s, it was okay to drink a Brandy Alexander. Oh, I love those. Same as a grasshopper, I think, is another ice cream yeah. drink. Yeah. 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 Mmm. Mmm. Delicious. Do you, Do you have a cooler full of snacks packed? Uh, no, I don't know. We, I don't think we have anything packed yet. This what did you come down there with? How many suitcases? I uh, just one, I think. Mm-hmm. Just one. What's that? Crates. Yeah, I had some. I've some, put some stuff in crates. You know, I'm, oh, I love sure. crates. Uh-huh. You've got all your gear. These are uh, actually. I keep my gear down here. I was going to ask. Just about to ask you that. So you you have a set of Florida gear that you keep down there. It's yeah, because exactly the same as everything else. Yeah, but the laptop goes to and fro. Correct. Okay. It's. It, I used to have most everything down here, but then I would forget. Like I'd always forget to make a list of what I actually had, and so I finally just thought, you know, you should just have everything down here, mm-hmm. and then that way, 
you won't show up on, you know, get here on a Sunday evening and have to do a show on Monday without something that you need. So, yeah. And you could uh, Airbnb it to podcasters. Sure. Sure. I have, Rogan is staying. Uh, Rogan's here for June. <laughs> and uh, Marin is uh, got, I think he's got July. <laughs> and nice. uh, perfect. I think uh, the New York Times. Uh, but daily, uh, the daily, yeah, they're coming down here for for oh. for August. So I told them it's going to be hot, and they're like, they're, "That's cool. We don't we don't we don't mind. We stay inside and read all day anyway." Like, oh. Do you have trouble sleeping before you leave? That night before jittery sort of stuff. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so. And you know, because we're doing the show on Thursday today today thursday may 19th as opposed to friday uh may 20th by the way this is our 100th show of the year get out of town season 12 episode 100 what are we gonna um what are we gonna do about it how's it going so far uh have we started recording <laughs> yeah i think it's going okay <laughs> okay are we all here uh yeah i think so okay so, um yeah, so I don't know. I to be I'm, to answer I'm your question. I'm gonna celebrate with some leftover paella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you, you get some, do, do know let us know when you get some because okay. you don't have any right now. Uh, you, I mean, you didn't even make a starch with a starch besides potatoes. And I had to. Do you know how hard it is to pick out potatoes from an entire dish of paella? I had to go through it and identify every uncooked potato and throw it in the garbage. God, why don't you just go, go, you go to a, just go to Chick Fil A or something? Wait, yeah, wait. There is a Chick Fil A. Who are you trying me? to impress with these weird meals? Uh, Hank. Okay. <laughs> but there's. Are you there's... writing a bachelor cookbook or something? <laughs> Maybe. Well, we of course we wouldn't know because he, you know, he doesn't tell us about any of it. Tell us that's right. You know, it's You'll out. know. You'll know what it's out. <laughs> Paella. Okay, take four whole potatoes, cube them, don't cook them, set them aside <laughs> for later. <laughs> then you got to want to get some Hunts spaghetti sauce, which I didn't even know was a thing. I mean, there's tomato sauce. Is it just like it's, tomato sauce? No, it's canned uh, spaghetti sauce. That's uh, from Hunts. Yeah, from Hunts? It's from. It's mm -hmm. been sitting in a bomb shelter since 1960. Yeah, they, I don't even. Do they even? I, I've never seen that in my entire life. But it's not like I go looking for spaghetti sauce. Is it one of those tiny cans? No. Does it have the spaghetti in it? Large. No. Because that's Chef Boyardee. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, there is a bad starter though. I could build around that. Hunt's, po Hunt's pasta sauce. Yeah. Meat, mushroom, and Italian sausage. Mm. Also, four cheese, garlic, and herb. Uh, mm. They were great. Reunited. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, roasted garlic and onion. Zesty and spicy. So it's nowhere near Spain. <laughs> Stop me when I've mentioned the, the one you've got. Uh, four chunky, cheese. Chunky vegetable. Four cheese. Four mm -hmm. cheese. No sugar added. You mean quattro fromage? <laughs> right. right. Ooh, they got a ton of them. I didn't, I've never seen these ever in the store. Yeah. But, nice know. option. They keep forever. Yeah. They're Great. in the can. Great. None just, of them oh, seem to just, be featured in a paella. The, clear, the clearance <laughs> basket more. Yeah. There's no picture of a paella on any of these cans. Yeah, no. now that you... I don't even it's know spaghetti. It's all spaghetti. spaghetti. So. 
Yeah. Well, macaroni. There's, there's never a sauce, I don't think. A <laughs> red sauce with paella. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was another. I think it can be red-ish. Yeah, that's what. I think. It's, I mean, I think it depends. You know, there's if there's anything recipes. in there, I think it's a broth. Yeah, it's for sure a broth. It's not a, yeah. a cloying spaghetti, four cheese spaghetti right. sauce. A desperate attempt mm. to usher it into something sort yeah. of edible. Yeah, the main color would be the 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 rice, mm-hmm. which okay. I, you know, the Spanish, you yeah. know, Spanish rice. Yeah, I should have put some rice in there. Yeah, and some seafood. Just yes. <laughs> the two. Paella <laughs> is a rice dish. It says it right if you just Googled it. <laughs> nah, too much time. This is right out of Wikipedia. Jeez. Paella, paella is a rice... I have a, a blowout. Better to have one here than on the road, though. Uh-huh. Paella is a rice dish originally from Valencia. Mm. While it is commonly viewed by non-Spaniards as Spain's national dish, that would be you, uh-huh. Spaniards almost unanimously consider it to be a dish from the Valencian region. Okay. Valencians, in turn, regard paella as one of their identifying symbols. Mm-hmm. And I believe that would also be where the Valencia orange comes from. Mm. Valencia. Yeah. Made ingredient, rabbit. Whoa. Lima bean. Lima bean. Huh. In a paella. Yeah, that's what it says. Uh, but this is Wikipedia. Another, turkey's can, another ground animal. You can put weird shit in it because it's, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. it's uh, so, so actually, Rosie was having closer to paella than I am, right? She's having rabbit. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it can be a, a lot of things, but... Take uh, it easy on the rice. I think that's just filler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it's usually kind of yellowish because it's saffron rice, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well... Um, I'm looking at a, a recipe for one here, and uh, it is just, uh, oh, there's, uh, this one has snails in it. Do you have any sn- snails, in, any Bucktown snails you can throw in there? Probably. Maybe, I don't think it's too late. So it's not always seafood. The one in Valencia okay. doesn't have seafood in it. You are closer than I thought. Okay. Um, the original is, uh, well, uh. Meat, saute meat after seasoning with salt, which you did with the turkey. Right. You, you might not have been as far off as we think. All right. But but far off enough that it's fun. <laughs> Definitely. Add green vegetables and saute and so, tell soft. Did you do that? Yeah. Yeah, basically, except for the potatoes. Mm-hmm. Why did you? What, <laughs> what, what part that. of your brain went, uh, don't cook the potatoes? I just forgot. You want them, you want them crunchy. Add some texture. <laughs> How do you forget to cook the potato? I don't know, because there's this big pile of vegetables all, then I just put them all in the pot together. It, it was right. all over my cutting board, all these giant well, vegetables. So they, they cooked? Yeah. But not enough? In, no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't boil them or anything. I just cooked them in the sauce. Hey, you're Irish, you got to boil the shit out of everything first. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually good like that. Add garlic, optional, grated tomatoes, beans, and saute. That would be the... Uh, Lima beans, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, this might be a good dish for you guys to make for the road trip. We'll stop at a at a rest stop and make paella, a big giant, <laughs> right one of those big back. eight foot in diameter pans for everybody. Right. 
And, you know, don't just grab some with your hands. Scoop some up with your hands. I'm sure everybody washed where they left Fill the your truckers bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Scoop some out with your trucker's hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I see where you sleep? All right. But the one I'm most familiar with would be the seafood paella, I guess. That's sure. Usually you had, mm-hmm. You're on, on the coast. That's what you have. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I don't like paella usually because it'll have mussels in it, and I just won't eat mussels. Nor, and oh, nor, will I ha- right. nor, nor will I allow any on my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mussels are just a dirty, oh. dirty, yeah. filthy shellfish that I don't want to eat. Disagree. I adore mussels. Well, as we've I know, but you don't of. know jack shit about food. So. <laughs> as witnessed by the fact that you never take my suggestions when you go, when I, you go, you know, what should I get it? And then I tell you, and then you get like completely the opposite. That's why he's asking. I guess. I don't want to be fat like you. What should I get? What do you like? What would you get? Uh, I have to tell you the opposite of what you recommended was. (laughs) (laughs) Although, you know, I know you have a soft spot for meatballs, so I've started to include that in my recommendations. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll hit a bingo with that. Oh, yeah. So that's, I got that going for me, which is. Which is nice. So to answer your question, I think today is the day, Thursday, where we determine how much stuff we have and will it all fit in the car. Have you acquired some things that you thought you were going to bring back for back home use? Uh, I have not. Janet has. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you're the one who wants to bring back diapers. And these are not our diapers. <laughs> these are... You yeah, found you it. Throw, you should throw those out. No, these are uh, these were bought for James. Oh, nice, sweet baby James. Okay, so I think he can still use them. So I think we're bringing them home, which makes sense. Hmm. Um. But aren't you bringing home a bunch of clothes that you brought down here too? Yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't care. But, but uh, so it's, we might end up going to you know and like FedExing some stuff home or whatever. Cool. UPS ground, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have crates. I have a collapsible crates. Oh. Which uh, I think Janet is trying to trick me into leaving here. No. No? All right. Because they, they're very, they're, they're kind of cool because they collapse. But then when you, you know, you unfold them and everything and put the bottom down, it's a nice crate. And it, uh, you know, it's, it's not good for loading stuff into the car. When you found those collapsible ca- crates, or is it, yeah, is it a moment for you? You must yeah. have shrieked oh. so loudly at 3 a.m. when you're on Amazon. Because yeah. I was about ready to break into my you know, crates in the gazebo, bring a couple of those down here, but I don't really, I don't like to mess with those because someday my family's going to understand what they're for mm-hmm. the and use them properly. Yep. What? Oh, she's already got one of the crates packed. Oh, with the... Uh, it's a... <laughs> Uh, it's uh, diapers and then all of the COVID test kits I've been hoarding. If you can't get a COVID test, it's because I have your test kit. Mm. I, uh, I went through a period of intense COVID test hoarding. And uh, What about taking? Have you been taking the tests or just hoarding them? I took one once, okay. and it was negative. Janet's taken a couple. That's the experience mm. I think you enjoy is the hoarding, is the having. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. the addict in me. It's like, mm-hmm. what, what can I hoard? Yeah. It's not really a drug, but it's pharmaceutical, pharmaceutically based. Let's hoard COVID tests. Yeah, these a lot of these tests expire in December of 
this year. And so I actually went online and ordered the eight more that the post office says you can have now. Yeah, you can get more from the government now again. And a mule. <laughs> it had 40 acres. Yeah, it was we really, all it was the coming. easiest thing. And then while I was on that website, I ordered some stamps. <laughs> so yeah. it worked out well for the USPS. All right. That's cool. Yeah, so. We brought them but, down and we're taking already, them back. You've already filled a, a crate with unauthorized goods. Well, this would be, uh, um, I put this stuff in a box to go back home because it's light and it won't weigh a lot. So we can mail it? We can, if you want to bother going to pack, wrap, and send. I think there's room in the car for everything we have. Yeah, you have. Okay. I've been consolidating. You'd be. All right. There's more bags that are empty than are full. Okay. Uh, sure. I just, you, generally speaking, your concept of what will fit in the car is a little bit well, yeah, grander than what actually fits in the car. That's true. But you have a, a very anal packing I need a tight, motif. I need a tight pack on that car. I need, I can't have shit rolling around. I can't have shit. You know, I, I like to pull, uh, it's an SUV. I like to pull that, uh, the, the, like to skid it back, you know, pull that, the cover over the stuff in the cargo area so people can't see our mm-hmm. stuff. Sure. You know. I mailed some clothes down here, but I've bought a few things while I was down here, and we're going to go to Hawaii next fall, so I want to have my, this new, fall. my new clothes. Yeah, I want to have my new clothes, so I'm taking some clothes back. But I didn't bring a suitcase down here. I just, well, just wear them all. Just put them all, <laughs> all over on top of each other. I just brought a backpack. That's all I had coming down. Right. But you'll be glad to know. The worst thing that she does... What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me what the worst thing I do. Those is. IKEA bags. Those giant blue IKEA bags. I'm just. They hold like five hundred pounds of stuff, but they're the handles are like three feet three feet long. It's impossible to pick the fucking thing up off the ground. But if you go to the grocery store, you can put six of the plastic bags into the IKEA bag and come back up in the, in one trip. And mostly, I use those to um, organize. Okay, because they're like impossible to carry. Yeah, well, I don't have one of those packed to go home. No? No, but I did order <laughs> a garment bag so that if we're tight on space, we can drape it over everything with no, my it's clothes. No, draping in, it. in a car packing oh, by me. It's a- draping is a sign of, uh, you know, that you've lost the, yeah. the, the battle. <laughs> Someday. We'll just drape it. <laughs> no. We can hang it on the, um, you know, hang it on a bar going from the passenger oh. seat windows. Like My grandparents used to drive their Cadillac from uh, Minnesota out to California every year. And uh, my grandfather was a a clothing rep. So he had one of those racks in the back seat and they would just hang all their clothing in the back seat. So they're driving around in this fancy Cadillac with a bunch of fucking sweaters and shit hanging from a clothing rack that goes all the way across the back seat. I don't think Rosie would like that. That That would obscure her view. And they stayed at a motel, like at the beach, like at Laguna, and they would just go out to their car and, th- and, and treated it like a closet. Uh-huh. Like they go out and get like what they're gonna, their outfit and then go back into the motel room and, and change. Very oh, odd people. Awesome. They cre- and they created the Roger Dahl. Uh-huh. So you got to figure that so there's an odd combo that you know, made, mm-hmm. made that possible. I only met them twice in my life. Once at our wedding and once in Arizona. My grandmother at our wedding uh, came up to Janet like in the prep room, like where like you go to pray to the Virgin Mary or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. before you walk, walk down the aisle. Uh, by the way, that's how I imagine Brendan walking through Hainani, like mm-hmm. bridal march mm-hmm. time. Yeah. 
Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Step. <laughs> Let it build. They'll notice me. Step. Here short step. Long guy. stride. Wait. Short step. Wait. Long stride. Wait. Who are you? <laughs> I've told you this, I think, but I saw the Who at the forum in Los Angeles when uh, Who's Next came out. Because I was already working at a radio station, so I got tickets. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pete, this this is how. I mean, you know, nowadays you can do everything on a computer, right? Pete Townsend, don't go, Janet. I I, I know this is a sidetrack, but I just it's just a quick one because uh, you know you know that Bob O'Reilly the sequencer part. Mm-hmm. He had that on a TAC, like a TAC tape recorder that he turned on on stage those were the days right damn it was like on a reel to reel that he just it was like sitting on top of one of his amps and he just went over and turned it on yeah and then they played to that it's pretty cool all right back to you janet sorry i have nothing else to say oh um well do you have a list of things that we're supposed to do oh there's so many things yeah it's just a question of how many i'll cross off and and, you know, forget. Well, there's a lot of stuff that I've been meaning to do since January. I know. You're going to hang the key rack. I don't care how irritated right. you are. I will hang another key rack. You She's mean obsessed to do, with key racks, mean, but never puts her keys on them. I'm sorry. It, it's really for, it's for the leashes as much as anything. The dog leashes? I'm tired of looking at them on the banister. If my view from the living we room. We have a fundamental disagreement about dog leashing as well. And, co- and collaring and harnessing. So we have several leashes to choose from. We have an upstairs are, and a downstairs leash. I take the downstairs leash. Yeah. What are the differences? What kind of leash do you prefer, Janet? I prefer just to, to walk Rosie with a neck, like a neck collar and a leash. And Steve insists upon putting her in a harness. A harness, a pink harness, and a, a green, fluorescent green leash. That has, that's it, been our... It's iconic. People see that coming and they know it's us. It's and it a very nice to leash. your torso. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a third one that actually has a seatbelt clicker on it. Oh. Which is good for, you know, when she's in the car. So that hooks up to the harness. Yeah. In the car, she wears the harness. Yes. Yeah. And that, that leash has a little bit of a spring to it. It's elastic, so she has more play. Right. And it, it, you know, if, I guess if there were some sort of a mishap, but there's a little bit of a, it, you know, it wouldn't snap her neck right off. My, my preferred leash has like a shovel handle and it's yellow and it glows in the dark. But both mm. our leashes have upper handles and lower so that if another dog's coming by, you can reach down and really control the dog and have it right by your knees. And as you can imagine, I always use that handle. I'm, I'm letting Rosie walk me. Because I don't like to give up control. To some extent, because she is kind of lame and she doesn't get to walk as much. So when she walks, I, I am loose leashing her and she's enjoying it. And she tells me where she wants to go and I go there with her. She tells me where she wants to go to the bathroom and I let her go there. Right. So consequently, last night when I took her down to go to the bathroom, she almost killed me. because <laughs> She's just like, she just takes off. I'm like, whoa. Because I can, you know, I'm a, She has new I'm spots. Hobbled. <laughs> you are. Mm-hmm. You are. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll. Yesterday, you said when we were walking Rosie, this was the saddest thing. I had a very sad day because in the morning we oh. took a little walk over to the park, and then you said, "I can't walk as fast as Rosie," and that seemed really sad. Like you couldn't keep up. 
No, I can't. My, I know. My, my knee is like completely fucked. Yeah, I'm not like, I am not criticizing you. I'm just saying that is really sad because I know that that was one of your big joys in Florida is walking Rosie. Yes, my kind of my favorite thing. Yeah, so we had and to go I to the park. Been able to do it, so. and then he had to sit on the bench because he. And then there's a there's twice a, I had to sit on two benches in fifteen <laughs> minutes. And there's a beautiful lookout point that's maybe four hundred yards out, but there's no way he could get a, out there. At least a half a mile. Reminds me <laughs> the the end of Old Yeller. You're just, no, <laughs> you can't keep up. No, take me up, Steve. Shoot keep, me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rosie. Well, it's good. You stay here, you and Janet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and Rosie is. She's not only lame in her back left. Now she's taken to chewing on her paw, and yeah. so it's always wet. And she chews it all night, and we can't see anything. And she doesn't when so we touch it, it. Is she lame because of her paw, or? Is it her haunches? I'm sure it's her haunches, but something happened to her paw, too. So she's, she's falling we're falling apart, apart in Florida. Yeah, yeah. We need to come Actually, home. Actually, Jan, it's not. She's doing squats. I'm over at the park yeah. watching her squatting on the, on the, on the, you know, the playground equipment, which, you know, I, you've been doing that. You just go over there every day and do that? Since people left. Since I'm not. Oberweiss, I, did you ever see Oberweiss sniffing no, around? No, I've only done it since. Aren't you Janet Dalton? Well, that's a nice squat you do there, lady. It's perfect. There's a jungle gym where the elevation is perfect. You can do a really deep squat. That's what they while call me, on. jungle gym. <laughs> and then jungle gym Oberweiss. There are, there are no kids there. so There's no adults either. I wouldn't do them in front right. of adults either. I know. I know. It's kind of embarrassing using a monkey bars for no it's not it makes perfect sense we're old we you know i asked steve if he wants to go down in hot tub and swim and he doesn't but he indulges me because he doesn't want me to be sad and then it's kind of like it takes him about an hour oh, to take his shoes off get his oh. shoes yeah, and his then we, we walk over there and she like walks like 40 feet ahead of me and like <laughs> She can't even slow walk. I said, I said we should. Couldn't you brought... take the wagon? My, <laughs> we don't have a wagon, wagon. <laughs> but <laughs> I have been missing my chair, my transport chair, from when I got my knee done. If I had that down here, I could be pushing him around. He could be getting oh, sick. I'd for a rascal right about now. <laughs> love to see that. <laughs> I'd love to have a rascal charging in the garage right now. Yes. And we, and we laugh, but it's really, really serious. It's yeah, really yeah. sad. Yeah, it'll get fixed though. We've had a, an intense uh, reckoning with. The, the big job of the Grim keeping, Reaper keeping yourself patched together yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and hence both of us are a little bit um, melancholy about going home because it's just like you never take you can't take anything for granted not the next day not the next year and we even though I've been a baby and a bitch we have had a nice time <laughs> and I don't take for granted the fact that it's beautiful here and I haven't had any worries about falling on the ice and snow so I haven't hurt my new knee and um and you know you you want to come back next year and be healthy and have no intervening health things, but you you just want to appreciate what you got now. And then we watched the end of This Is Us, and both of us because we're sort of penultimate. Penultimate. Um, yeah, we can't go into detail, but the both of no, us. No, no, but I mean it's not the last one. Right, right. It's yeah, penultimate. But both of us are just we're we're like. I, mean, I was already dehydrated from playing eighteen holes of golf. So Brendan, yes. Steve cries when he sees things that are it's like that, watching that aren't real <laughs> I only cry at things that aren't real well it's that it, we know that it's not real but we are so aligned with these characters it is like we are going through this personally this is us I mean my sister and that's, that's I'm gonna cry talking about it right now well you better take off your headphones because all Brendan does is make fun of it 
No, no, I, no, I don't. I, I absolutely don't. Yeah. You, I bet, Steve. Don't you feel like this relief in your soul? Like you, it, crying is good for you. Good for you. No, I don't mm-hmm. like it. But it makes you like you're less prone to rage. Um. Fuck you, Brendan. <laughs> no, it was like we agreed that we couldn't even really talk. He went into yeah. one room and I stayed in another room. And and, uh, and, and you admire the work. The it's work really quite is an amazing. It's a masterpiece. That's and great. then you realize you're never going to see a show like this that where they work so hard. Certainly never on a network again. No. I know. You compare right. it to like Hawaii Five-0 or Magnum P.I. Or, or Chicago Fire. And it's just like... Like, like oh. dogs write those shows. Those dogs that play poker, when they're not playing poker, they're writing Dick Wolf shows. But we have three kids and we are the I'll be age. here all week. Try the veal. And, <laughs> Great stuff. And, and so it's... I mean, the two of us were just in our cups. I, I read something uh, from a colleague... He's a writer now, so he has <laughs> colleagues that write. Him. Which, is, you know, just I was at a round rub, table the other day. Uh, rub it in at our faces a little bit more if you can. A colleague. I've never heard of them. <laughs> I read from a colleague, uh, Rob Hart, on WBBM. Uh, <laughs> well, he's like, we can say he's a radio guy. He's yeah. playing the newsman uh, card. Yeah, he's, I think he's he's worked with us before, didn't he? Um I'm in the process of catching up on This Is Us. I remember when Mandy Moore was a Britney Spears clone. Who could have imagined that she would become one of the best dramatic actors on TV? It's her show. Agree or disagree? Janet, over to you. Totally agree. She did this episode with such grace and beauty and honestly. She said when she read, I told you this the other day, I think. She said that when she read the script for it, she had to. Go, she went and threw up, and I thought it was because it was sad. But then Janet pointed out last night, the the this episode, um, the second to last one, where I think everybody knows. Well, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but um, she she has to carry this episode, basically the weight mm-hmm. of the entire the entirety of the six seasons. And um, also, know. they they want to keep it so secret, so she has to eat the script after she well, reads it's it. That's a thing, yeah. <laughs> and, that, yeah. Yeah, and it was on onion gesture. paper, so they, and they, <laughs> right, they don't right. agree with her. No, but I mean, she. I guess I can see why she would throw up because she yeah. has to do all of the acting. And it's a gotcha. difficult thing because there's a metaphor, a core metaphor, and for people who are used to seeing TV as a very, you know, concrete, fact based medium there's no metaphors in chicago fire right you have to take a leap (laughs) girls on fire doesn't mean anything other than girls on fire Uh you have to take a leap of faith on this journey and she carries it off she goes from 20 to 80 in this episode and she does so seamlessly it's flashing back and forward and over to the sides of her life and honest to god if we all did this and looked at kind of giving stuff away if we looked at the long road of life that's the that is the Mm -hmm. the central theme of this is not to live in the days and the mistakes but to live in the the totality of your life and i just feel i feel grateful for my life and it was hard to hard to watch but but i have a grateful heart for getting to see it i'm sorry i'm such a downer (laughs) (laughs) you're being a downer i think that's good advice that's a good thing for everybody to think about i was uh, thinking the same thing uh you know too so but you were thinking it without crying as prolifically can you expand on that steve (laughs) share some of your emotions uh 
he had tears, but he didn't. Neither one of us sobbed at the end of it. Both of us were clenched. Well, part you know, part of me is uh, you know uh, caught up in the story, right? So reacting emotionally to that. But part of me, as somebody who's you know, I certainly wouldn't. I don't equate what I do, you know, with you know Dan Fogelman and uh, uh, Ken, uh, Ken, Ken Olin. But you know, as somebody who you know has been involved in a creative endeavor his entire life, and um, it's I marvel at the genius of these guys. So part part of me is just is like emotionally caught up in the in how spectacularly brilliant they are so you know it's kind of both for me i guess yeah it's freaky like there are pieces of the last the next week's episode that were filmed four years ago because they knew where this was going and um and this is just an extra well no i can't even i can't i don't want to talk about anything that might give it away but the he had a guiding force that led him in this show from episode one till this one and so he never wavered and so they would kind of have to jump when people left or died or went and did other shows and they would have to curtail their their grand notions but they never they never varied from the story of these three kids now steve and i are calling ourselves the big three and we call rosie randall because randall was the black twin black triplet so i don't know if she likes being called randy but <laughs> rosie is a dog of color everyone knows i never that. understood the reference no, yeah. no thank you <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, we never did uh, do your Ask Janet yesterday. Uh, did you do your I your opening and your sponsors no, yet? I have not done that oh. yet either. Get to it, All buddy. Right, we got it. garages to clean. <laughs> Can't wait. They had kind of a that girl or Mary Tyler Moore existence for a couple of street whores. I can also see it from the point of view of the masturbator. As you're welcoming a visitor into the bathroom stall, do you hold the door for them? And you're going to have to sit through a few political speeches. You cock. My name is Geek. Blue blockers. Why did I take this on? It was very vibrant. You call these glands? I'm addicted to this place, man. Angry coffee? He was edging himself. Somewhere between grumpy and pensive. It's bitches and kayaks for me. <laughs> if it's fucked up, it's probably my fault. <laughs> I'm stricken with fear. And then I try to be a smart ass. Plus, you've already determined that you're lazy. Maybe you don't understand the internet like I do. I'm excited to hear what you got. I think he speaks for all of us, Steve. I don't consider my day to be started until I've offended somebody. <laughs> Luckily, that happens usually r rather quickly, so... I guess. I don't know. D not really. Does it? No. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not... Yeah. It, we have a curated audience now. You don't offend people. They get you, honey. Yeah. No, they do. And if they don't, I just, somehow they accidentally get uh, dismembered. <laughs> I mean, from their membership. The show, as always, brought to you by you, because you agree with me. <laughs> and by David Hochberg and Team Hochberg, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. Foot First Podiatry, 847-352-9221, footfirst.com, Chicago, Oak Brook, Schaumburg. Fixing feet beautifully. Nice well, read, Brendan. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> nice way to close out a very fun week.
uh-huh. of excellent reads. Thank you. <laughs> and the occasional <laughs> funny bit. <laughs> Walker Law Firm, John Heggie, J H E G G I E at WalkerLawFirm.com, W O C H N E R Law Firm dot com. 847-272-7360. Estate planning. Roast to order. Day planning over a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Roast number two order dot shop. Freshly ground coffee. Uh, freshly roasted coffee. Excuse me. I keep saying ground. And they'll grind it for you. But I think uh, it, if you're not sure, let them grind up uh, like a half pound for you. And then go back and order some more and uh, get yourself a grinder. Yeah. Take, yeah. The, uh, yeah. take the half pound test. You won't believe the difference. I mean... Seriously, it's, 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 you have to just experience it for yourself. Yep. Fabrini's Flowers, FABflowers.com, 888-885-2000, promo code Steve, saves you 10%. Yeah, they do weddings, they do all that kind of stuff. So, uh, got some, uh, one of your kids getting nuptialized, are you uh-huh. getting nuptialized? Jump in the broom. Jump in the broom. Mm-hmm. You can definitely uh, count on them, and you get the 10% discount. Right. The more you spend, the more you save. That's right. <laughs> Promo code Seaver saves you 10%. Goose Island beer. The official mm-hmm. beer of the Dollcast. Who doesn't like drink it on a Friday? Good Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds great. Or a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hello, my name is Steve. <laughs> Goose Island beer. Get some, drink some, enjoy some. And, uh, yeah. Share, if you want to share the experience with us, uh, feel free. Steve at doll.com. I send those along to my man TJ, who likes them. Yeah. He likes it. Pair of Matilda he, with some paella. Mm. He, he, does he think Binnie's sends over pictures of people, uh, you know, buying Goose Island? I don't think so. <laughs> Binnie. I bet there's not even a guy named Binnie. You mean Benny? Was it cheaper to buy the I <laughs> than the E? All right, uh, ask Janet. Let's do that. We have, uh, we do have some. We have some. Excellent. Uh, they're all. You, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they're pretty serious, though. Yeah. But, uh, oh, what the heck? Well, I, I just. She's, uh, you know, she's. Verklempt. She's teetering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teetering. A but there's bit. excitement ahead at the same time. To, I would think to so. To be home. No, yes. J Fest first, bro. Oh, <laughs> got yeah. to go to J Fest. J Fest. Still can't, I still can't click on any of the links on the website. I'm trying to get us like, uh, hooked up with some backstage passes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you lay out my robe and sandals? <laughs> yeah, I'm no, not going to shave. You like sandals a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Does thou have my name on thine list? Okay. Time for Axe Janet. And here we go. And if you, uh, uh, if you boys have any questions that I haven't answered about the voyage, feel, feel free to ask as well. What is the meaning of life? What the hell's it like being Steve Dahl's wife? You can ask her almost anything at all. She's Janet Joliet Dahl. That's me. Ask Janet Joliet Dahl. And speaking of teetering... Our first email comes from a gentleman named Jim Teeters. Oh. He teeters himself. Hi, Janet. I'm taking my wife to Hawaii for our 40th anniversary. Ooh. Nice. Congratulations. Oh, 40 the first years. 40th. First 40 are the hardest, right? Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, it hasn't been that hard. Uh, one of our early dates was Disco Demolition. Oh, bringing people together mm-hmm. and exploding. Bringing racists and homophobes together right? since 1979. How wonderful. <laughs> My friend says go to Honolulu, Hilton Hawaiian Villages. Is that a good place or would Maui be better? We trust your advice. Thanks. Jim and Robin Teeters. Maui no kaoi. Maui's the best. Yeah. And Hilton Hawaiian Village is um, nice, but it's... but. Honolulu is kind of like Miami. Miami. Yeah. It's uh, you can go cool places, but it involves travel. There's a lot. I mean, it's just much more dense. The Hawaiian experience is there, and there's Henry at Duke's on Sunday. Those are the two biggest things. You can see Diamond Head in the in the distance. Northern, the North Shore of Hawaii is very beautiful. Brendan, you went on that trip to Turtle Bay, right? Yes. That's yeah. He was in the car with Pete Zimmerman when Ed Silha proclaimed, Seatbelts! Mm-hmm. Um, Seatbelts! The North Shore I'm not kidding of... That. I'm not doing that right. Seatbelts! There we go. The North Shore of Oahu tends to be much more natural and beautiful. And I just, I think Maui is the best island. It's got the nicest combination of food, art. Yeah, it's kind of half, music. it's in between... Maybe like a Kauai or a Big Island and Oahu. Yeah, I think I, it's the perfect place. I do too. I I really really love Maui. I've been where I've, I've been to every island except Lanai, and it's definitely my favorite. There so, you go. but we stayed at Hilton Hawaiian Villages once upon a time. Yeah, we did. We did a show there for a week. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's Don handy. Ho performed the uh, Hawaiian wedding song at a at a. What, at a nuptial that I uh, presided over on the beach at Waikiki. Our first time going to Hawaii, we stayed at a beautiful... And beaut- I partied with Don Ho. I bet be- that was a fun time. Oh, <laughs> at the a, best. At a beautiful hotel called the Halikulani, which is a high-rise hotel, but it's very boutique And we, were, we, were, we missed the last flight to Maui because we were delayed in Chicago, so we had to get a crib, and we had to... We, I mean, we were... Lucky to get a room, but we totally didn't fit in because we were yokels with a baby. And it, it was a chi-chi hotel. <laughs> and you look down and you see the pool lit up in the night and there's a flower in mosaics on the bottom of it. And mm-hmm. we looked at each other and thought, oh my God, how did we ever get here? Yeah. I, yeah. I was, I was surprised that WLS booked us into such a nice I hotel. Know, I know. <laughs> okay. But anyways, it, you can't go wrong in Hawaii, but Maui's... It was the kind of hotel where they come up to your room to check you in. Yes. Like mm. fancy European style. Yeah. Mm. Or Asian style or whatever. But, yeah. but that's, you, can't go, you really can't go wrong in Maui. There's, it's just magical. Yeah. Magical, magical. I, I would say, I mean, honestly, it's all great. It's Hawaii. So mm. it's all amazing. But Maui is the best of... For me, for... You know, all, and we've been there, you know, 20 plus times. Yeah. We're lucky enough to go every year for a long time, you know, with the show and uh, the radio show and not the TV show and uh, or the stage show, I guess. Uh, Maui has always been my favorite. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's where we're when we go in the fall. That's where, where we're going to go. So and Kauai is like a farmy adventure island with lots of roosters. And it's it's That's more people from LA go adventure now. tourism because Mao is too you know yeah Mao is too crowded with tourists and, and then the Big Island of Hawaii we stayed at the Hilton what is now the Hilton Hawaiian Village on the Big Island and that is an 
island that is very hard. The Waikoloa? It, it, they changed huh. to a Hilton Do they still wine. have a monorail? I'm sure they do. That's they have they had cool. a train and they had boats that took you from oh, yeah. one place on campus to another. It was I think it was developed when Japanese tourism was their goal. But anyways, that's an island that's formed on lava and it's not as pretty. It's probably prettier the soap, now. Not the soap, Brendan, but the rock. Oh, right on. So it's probably prettier than it was when we went there because the lava was just it was a black island with oh, palm trees plunked in. When we were there, uh, Ken Marjoram, former Chicago Bear, had bought a bunch of land and he was selling lots for $10,000 a piece. Oh, man. And it was like, he's a kind of a, he's a nice dude, but he, he seemed a little flaky. So it, it, <laughs> and we didn't really have like 10000 to spare. But had we done that, I think we've talked about this with Tom. I mean, you know. It was, it was just... Million dollar lots now. Million the, plus. Yeah. The big thing at that time Oops. that we were there was that it was black lava and then people would take white rocks and put their names in the black lava so they would live on. And if you ever took a piece of lava off that island and took it home, you were said to be cursed. And that seemed like a bad omen. <laughs> we did not take so any. So no, where's didn't. your lava, Steve? You <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't take any. But, but oh. uh, uh, t- I think Tom and I both regret not taking Kenny Marjoram a little bit more yeah, seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that particular trip. But, uh, you know. Your mom stayed in Kauai and she said she thought she saw the little, what are they called? Many, Many Hoonies. Hoonies. They were like, the, they, they have a, an active ghost life there that, um, and she said she saw dead people and Many Hooney and she never went back. Yeah. <laughs> Way before Bruce Willis said it. <laughs> and when she stayed at the Maui Marriott, I believe in the same room that we stayed in when we went there for our very first trip where we left Patrick with my parents for a week, which, how is he even alive? <laughs> um, she's, that, uh, according to my mom, is on a, a burial, was built on a burial ground or something, and she was seeing demons and ghosts or whatever and, in, the, in the room. I said, Mom, I think that's just the luau out front, but... <laughs> But she, uh, she always claimed that she saw him, but she drank a lot. She did drink a lot. So, you know, could have been. Could have been Mai Tai Madness. Yeah, or, you know, like her version of the, you know, pink elephants. All right, so Maui. We all concur. Brendan, you, have you been to any other islands? Oahu and Ma- Maui. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Uh, Maui was fantastic. I take it from Brendan. He hangs out with Henry Capono when on Maui. That's right. Uh-huh. So we're like this. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Um, did this one last week about the scales and publics from Patty Preston. I delete Jim Teeters. Uh, this one What's is. What's the last thing you want to do while you're in Florida, Janet? If I may ask and ask Janet questions. I don't I don't know. I really just want I am mindful of getting out of here, so I have nothing on my to do list that we have to do. You've done law. Yeah. Yeah. Like Steve had a reservation at a steakhouse the other night and it's like, you know, you're just gonna be upset if you eat a lot. Let's just stay in and use some of the food in the refrigerator and power through and, and it's fine. I mean I'm very content. Yeah, I think we've done everything that, you know. We didn't go to the place where um, Brendan had his seafood. We never made it to Flippers. I know. That was oh, and St- that was on Steve's list a lot. But at this point, no. I'd rather be sweaty and have the garage clean and have a, a clear path. I'm going to go to Flippers here. while she does the, cleans the garage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
I'm going to take the uh, grouper Oscar, please. Can I get one to go? I brought you something light, honey. It's got hollandaise on it. It, keep, it kept. I, mean, I was at the beach for a few hours, so it's a little iffy on the holidays, but it should be okay. The closet's done. Our clothes are back in. I made Dymo labels for uh, for my clothes, so I'll think about putting them back on the right shelves. I made a, a Dymo table tape that said golf shorts for you. Perhaps you noticed your golf shorts go back we, in that in that little. I have not noticed that. Yet. I made it for you. Oh, that's nice. They're coming you, to get my clubs. You should you should sew that on the butt of the the shorts. Like <laughs> the actual shorts, they should be on there. Yeah. Golf. Right, like like juicy. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> pink golfy. Yeah, right. Like pink. It was kind of shocking when the closet was taken apart and then put back together. How few clothes yeah. Steve has here. He's very self-contained. He's got a, a probably thirty-five or forty t-shirts and different like workout short t-shirts, underwear t-shirts, and surf shirts. But he only has about twenty hangers all told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's and a lot of that is just from the time that uh, you know I, I over the years have spent a lot of time down here by myself. So it not not here, but you know at our other when we lived on the East Coast as well. So um, you know, uh, I don't know. I just uh, I just wear the same thing over and I know, over again. I know. And until I, I until I notice it smells, and then I then I'll do a load of laundry. And then I I when I had my closet taken apart i was you know sorting out things that i never would wear and i still put back my sequin vest from the millennium it's still in the closet and my mom's saint patrick's day vest which you know my mom weighed 100 pounds i'm 150 so there's no way it's a good look for me but i have it on hanger over the kiss me i'm a steve doll fan with some (laughs) um saint patrick's day jewelry just in case i ever get the guts to wear it did you wear it have you did you wear it on saint patrick's day no no did not you keep it then someone will wear it it was my mom's it was my mom's yeah she touched it i can't get rid of it thank you for your service sorry and in a drawer, I found a. But thank you for your service. <laughs> I found a checkbook that was mine with my dad's because he named me his co-banker down here. So if something happened to him, I could sign Any his money, money out. Account? No, no, it's been closed. But it's like I take it out and I think I should throw this out, and then I put it right back in the drawer. I'm kind of a hoarder, I guess. All right. Well, um, I am too. We just hoard different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hoard. Uh, COVID tests. <laughs> so yeah, the the end of the uh, the 2022 Florida shows. Time to reflect. It was yeah, a uh, little bit of a wrap up here. Yeah, let's go over all the things you did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe, uh, maybe maybe a final word from the Whippoorwill. What do you? I was oh, sitting out. <laughs> you guys are leaving. Whippoorwill's back. back last man. night, you, you made a. You, you came back to say goodbye to us. I did. Hmm. Thanks, man. I'm gonna miss you, Whippoorwill. Hey, got room in that car? Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> There's two of them. It must be a love call or something, a, a mating oh, yeah. call, because. 
when I had insomnia the, the other night, I went out on the porch at 3.30, and it was humid out there, but it was beautiful because there was, you know, stars, and the whippoorwill was whippoorwilling. And- whippoorwill! You up? You up? You up? It's, a, it's called a birdie call. <laughs> well, uh- <laughs> even the whippoorwill has pandemics. It's, it's a bird pandemic. Oh, man! One of our Ask Janet questions is a bird question, actually. So Maybe I can answer it. <laughs> uh, Feel free. Sure. I guess it's more of a, uh, hi, Janet. Uh, I heard you mention this on the show. Here's the IDNR. I'm going to say that's the Illinois Department of Natural Resources Guide. Guidance on bird flu and feeders. This makes me think that you might have been incorrect in your pronouncement. I haven't read this all the way through. Love the show and love it more when you are on Mike Copen, Coppen, Copen, K-O-E-P-P-E-N. Uh, news about the avian flu is it safe to feed birds? Uh, this is really long. How are you feeling, Whipper? Really? Will you have <laughs> I got something in my throat, a little sore throat. Abundance of caution, they, they say. <coughs> Please. <coughs> you okay? Whipper, <laughs> what? <laughs> Should you choose to leave your bird feeders and bird baths out, we recommend you clean them weekly with a solution of nine parts water and one part bleach. Then whoa, thir- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Then thoroughly rinsing. How about just putting some soup in there for the oh, sure. chicken <laughs> soup? Wouldn't that be something? No, I can't eat chicken. Come on. Well, we're moving from the avian flu to monkey flu, right? Or monkey... I saw... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Monkey pox. Monkey monkey pox. So, I guess bird flu is yesterday. So, I don't think... So, you weren't wrong. I mean, but you you can... If you do leave them out, you got to clean them, I guess. I think it's always good to clean them. I I don't think people often do, but I think it's a good idea to clean them. Because they... Birds kind of shit where they they eat. eat. Yeah. And they you know, definitely like we all shit used where to do at work. <laughs> Back in the day. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. That's my name is Ted. <laughs> no, no, no. I, but that's good. I mean, it's good to get the word out, right? I don't. I, I don't. I don't think they really have bird feeders down here because it's Florida. It's a natural it's bird of bugs, feeder. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there's all sorts of freaky stuff to eat. Yeah. Right. You know what? Yeah. Yesterday when I was playing golf. Wednesday. Um, every time I was, my ball was near the water, I thought I was going to be attacked by an alligator because fucking Brendan is like, how many alligators are you? <laughs> you got yeah. me all alligator scared. I would be that way anyway. No, I wasn't. Even when we were walking home that night. <laughs> well, you Brendan did walk I, by a pond, two ponds with two alligators in yeah, them normally. I just so. expect those things just to come, you know, leaping out at you. I did say before I left, are you guys okay walking home? Because you're going to walk through Alligator Alley. And you said you were, but I said I'd come get you, but I didn't really mean it. I think you could tell it. No, yeah, for sure. And I think you tipped off the alligators that were coming about an hour from now. Yeah. <laughs> Two tasty guys. I put, a, I put some chicken bones up on the sidewalk. Yeah. 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 I've been more scared about snakes this year because it's snake week, I think. I, I saw well, a, an alert about how to avoid snakes and how to recognize a venomous snake bite from a regular one. I don't, I don't want to be anywhere where I have to have snake venom knowledge ever. Well, there's a, there, there's a kid that got bit by a rattlesnake down here, bitten. So if I'm going to correct the, yeah. the hyphenated bodyguard, whatever he was. Um, and he's been on the news every night. 
The kid? Yeah, the kid, because he's needed a bunch of transfusions, because, you know, I, I mean, there's rattlesnakes down here, so you got to be careful, and you got to know, how, it seems like you should know, growing up out west, we were, all knew how to treat, yeah. treat a snake bite, oh. and we had a snake bite kid, and probably we should have one here. Do you um, know the put- more teeth, the less venom? The, like the ones that are really dangerous will have patterns of three bites on each side. This is like what, how I make myself nutty. If there's three teeth mark or whatever on each side, then that's a dangerous snake and you got it. Because they both swell, they both get pink, they right. both blah, blah, blah. But if they have six teeth, they're less, they're less venomous right. than three well, plus three. The rattlesnake has the rattle, which is also a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty uh, good indicator that it's a rattlesnake. But the coral snake is the most dangerous. Yes. Really? And there's a snake that looks like the coral yes. snake that is not dangerous. Yes. But I'm going to, if I'm bit, bitten by a snake that looks like a coral snake, I'm oh, going to go coral yes. snake. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what you want to do is you want to make an X. You want to cut an X over the mark and you want to have somebody start sucking the, the uh, blood out. Well, I'm just going to stay away from coral and, snakes. And uh, Janet, you know, Janet don't play that. So <laughs> you're a little risque with your X's and your fake bites. <laughs> You drew that on your head, on the head of that thing with a marker. (laughs) No, it's a, it's a real bite. Um, yeah, we actually, the the snake bite kit, because you know, you you don't necessarily want to get venom in your mouth, but you know, you spit it out, but, uh, don't swallow. Gargle first. Uh, no, really kills gingivitis. (laughs) (laughs) And many snakes have it, gingivitis, and they'll pass it along to you along with the venom. The uh, the snake bite kit has like a little suction device that sucks the venom out. Do you tourniquet yourself? Do- uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I just you know I'm never going off. It's been concrete. a while, but I'm pretty sure. They apparently snakes have the common sense to kind of keep it low. They they like to be off the the main path. So as long as I'm on concrete or bricks, I'm okay. I'm never ever setting foot into the wild here ever. When you t- when you played Bashadi, he said he he looked into a hole and saw something with a face. And I, if I ever looked into yeah, a, a hole, a snake. He saw at, a yeah, snake. If I ever looked into a hole and saw a snake, I'd be packing in ten minutes. Well, we're it's uh, uh, from now until October is snake season down here. Yeah, just say crikey a lot, and you're fine. <laughs> sure, that guy. Yeah, just you know, stay away from giant stingrays, mm-hmm. manta rays, whatever it was. There are about fifty species in the state, but the most dangerous include the eastern diamondback rattlesnake. Timber rattlesnake, but you'll know that one because it yells timber. <laughs> Wearing a little lumberjack, mainly up from from the northern area. Uh huh. <laughs> dusky pygmy rattlesnake. Oh, he's so dusky. I'd say uh, that's actually a one of the deep doors cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should hear the scat singing on that one. Mm. Eastern cor- callback to yesterday, which is really today. So probably. It's all blending together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eastern coral snake, Florida cottonmouth. Oh, I've you know, been there. <laughs> or water moccasin. And the southern copperhead snake. That sounds bad. Yeah. We, but we're going to be gone. I don't, know why, I don't know why they come out now. But, uh, <laughs> and they, I don't know why I read about them because I... Well, it's, not, it's everywhere bliss. down here. I mean, they talk about it. Um, they... Uh, they must like the rain. I think they, it's the rainy season down here. It's going to be actually starting on Saturday. It's going to start raining. Uh, so I guess they, you know, they, there's, I don't know. I don't know why they, uh, why they come out. 
um, they're uh, to cool off, I guess, or warm up. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Are they cold blooded or the cold snakes are cold blooded or warm blooded? I can't even remember. Who cares? All they mm. all I have to know is that they're snakes and they're creepy. Okay. And that people get tired of their pets and they throw them in the swamps and then there's other non-indigenous ones they're, like they're pet snakes, like pythons and boa constrictors, yeah. skadoodling around. Craig Robinson has that new show uh, where they where he hunts snakes for money. Oh, they hunt snakes down here for money, and it's like horrifying. Oh yeah, and they're not even beginning to make a dent in it because they have to find the nest. That's the only hope is to find the nest where the eggs are because they make a million eggs. Yeah. Snakes need moisture to stay cool and hydrated during hot summer days. They're attracted to puddles, wet grass, sunken spots, and other stagnant water. Oh, that's Florida. Water, <laughs> water like this also tends to attract rodents and insects, which snakes can eat. So I've probably had odds of me being bitten by a snake were greater. Mm-hmm. Although I knew that because I had to go into the, in the, into the bushes to get one of my balls. Oh. And I, 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 I like hit the, you know, I, I made, I hit the bushes with my, my club and so. I feel like we should warn the bunnies that it's snake season because the bunnies have yeah, the, bunnies the rain of the place ducks. right now. They're just like using bunnies. all the flowers like salad bars. All yeah. One day you have a million flower blossoms and the next day there's like 55 stalks. They're just, you know, pruning everything. Mm. Yeah. But the snakes are coming, man. But well, we had a snake in our garage last year, mm-hmm. but it was a... Uh, it was not a poisonous snake. No, but you still were scared you it, shitless. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I went down there with a broom and a box. This shitless is a scared shitless guy. Use use a box and a broom. Yeah, because <laughs> you didn't want to touch him. <laughs> well, at least I went in there. I the know. rest of you were up here I'm shrieking screaming. like girls. I know. Now, we some were. of you were girls, so that's okay. But no, I looked it up online first. Oh. So. It, was, it was a harmless snake, thank God. But. What, what else? What, I wouldn't go down and try to catch it with my hand. Who would do that? I don't know. But there what, were, there's a push. What, what did you expect me to I don't know. bring down there? A shotgun and start shooting <laughs> in the garage? <laughs> get your hatchet. Cut it, and then there would be two snakes. No, just get a broom and get it the fuck out. The snake doesn't really want to have any contact with you either. I know. Was so. your sweeping kind of like Dick Van Dyke-ish and uh, <laughs> like Mary Jimmy, Poppins? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Little, it was little, it more of a curling little. expedition? <laughs> yeah, did you curl out? <laughs> it was more of a chimney sweep type sweep. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I did some... Uh, some Sing a little song to it. Dance, some hopping back and forth and whatnot. You know, just to stay, up, stay on my tiptoes, you know, stay loose. Because, yeah, uh, you know, you just, you know what? But I don't, I don't think I was afraid at all. I thought I was uh, dauntless. <laughs> I can't believe that you saw that as fear. Well, because you were stopped in the middle of the staircase. Well, Mike is like, there's were... a snake in the garage. I said, well, get it out. I'm not, not going to get it out. And then you Shut ordered up. us all into silence, even though I know you were screaming. Well, I was trying to screaming think. Screaming in your head, too. No, I wasn't. We used to catch rattlesnakes when I was a kid oh, on purpose. Oh, poo, poo, poo. Huh? Rattlesnakes? Rattlesnakes. <laughs> yeah, on purpose. And then we'd kill them and keep the rattles. And then you'd eat the Just snake the and say, it tastes like chicken. It does taste like chicken. <laughs> really greasy chicken, though. Like, not good chicken. <sighs> like Poisonous kind of, chicken. Like, the kind of chicken that you get on the buffet line at a resort, at a all-you-can-eat you, resort in uh, What about the venom? Where's that, where that stored so you don't eat it? Up in um, the neck? The snake neck? Glands? Probably glands. 
Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. know. I never, I have had snake, but I did not, I did not prepare the snake. Yeah, so, you, you, you ever have rattlesnake paella? No, but I bet it's, you, just remember to cook your potatoes, yeah. okay? Because that's the most dangerous element that you've got going there. Forget about the, the venom. An uncooked potato, Brendan? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. You could die from something like that. All right, boys. We, Safe uh, travels. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you on Monday up in... I'm going to uh, miss you. Bye. Oh, Whipper Aww. Will, I'm going to miss you, too. Miss hey, you would you mind... You said something about the rainy season. Would you mind leaving the kitchen window open? <laughs> no can do, Whipper Will. Sorry. Oh, man. Sorry. But at least, hey, at least you got a girl, finally. Oh, boy. Mm. Right? Or, or a dude. I mean, for, I don't, I'm not judging. I'm looking for a place here to get some quiet time. <laughs> leave the TV on. All right. I'll, you know, we'll leave, we'll leave something Thank open you. for you. Yeah, you're welcome. Goodbye, Whipper Will. Bye. Goodbye, guys. Bye. The Steve Dahl Show is done right now. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. If you liked it, there's plenty more where that came from, but you probably won't get another free one for at least a month. So I recommend going to Dahl.com and signing up today. Take care. Thanks.